Alexander Snitker, libertarian, Republican, and political hack. And Adrian Wiley, born-again anarchist and political has-been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee of the West Central Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you, sir, on the week off? Uh, actually, I, I just want to say that was pretty impressive, the way you, you sped through that intro so well. You, you sounded like a... Uh, uh, an auctioneer or or the guy at the end of a car dealership commercial yeah you know you think i did well there that, that yeah I, actually that was very impressive i'm i'm not even being facetious there oh nice yeah. thank you buddy so, i appreciate that i couldn't speak that fast without jumbling words so i normally jumble words but that time i made it through you, uh, you did it it was stellar it was phenomenal in fact we should we should probably clip that and just use it from now on no take, no take no you completely no, out of no, the loop no, live. no 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 of course not that would be rude <laughs> that would be rude. <laughs> hey, speaking of rude, um, I heard uh, that you, uh, uh, well, the reason that uh, we had a best of show last week is uh, you were out of town. Yes, I was. And uh, uh, tying in with the rudeness, I, I understand that you had to go through, of course, you had to fly there. Yes, we did. <laughs> we had to fly. Uh, t- tell me, how was your experience with uh, with flying these days? Um, First I, of all, how, how long has it been since you've flown? It's, it's been a little while, right? A little bit. Not, I mean, yeah. not a terribly... Not a long, long time, but it's been a while though. Okay. And I pre-COVID, right? I have active yes, okay. I've, and I've actively avoided flying because I don't want to. Yeah, me too. I don't want to have to go through this stuff. But I, unfortunately, Kelly was Kelly wanted to go see her dad, and how unfortunate? Uh, well, <laughs> no, her dad's fine. He's, yeah. he's not a problem. But in order to go there, <laughs> he's not a problem. Okay, that's, that's good to know. I had to fly in order to go, and I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to. But when I kind of put the balloon idea out there that i didn't want to go i saw the look on kelly's face yeah of like well i don't want to have to do all this by myself yeah and i'm like she popped it right off the bat huh i'm like fuck yeah i gotta gotta go i gotta go do this i don't want to do this but i gotta do this and then i was warned by kelly and danielle and mikey that i needed to be on my best behavior for the entire way there and the entire way back you know i i find it funny that you get warned like a five-year-old you better be on your best behavior yes <laughs> here's the thing i don't disagree with do they them. like uh, tell you you'll you'll get a, a lollipop if you do or something like that is you there know, some reward at the end i wasn't offered hard? a reward it was no. not a, it was not a reward situation yeah it was more of a threat and the negative if i don't do it situation. Oh, okay. yeah so more stick than carrot huh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so I go, we go there and we fly into Trenton. So we're going to Pennsylvania, but we fly into Trenton. New Trenton, Jersey. New Jersey? Yeah. Why the hell would you fly into Trenton? Because the round trip tickets were $50 a ticket if you go to Trenton. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, they were really cheap. I mean, yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. They were cheap for a reason. Is, is that like a and grass airfield or something like that? It's not a grass. <laughs> no, it's not a grass airfield. However. Is that the kind where they, they like wheel the ladder up to it? You don't even have the, the uh, breezeways? Yes, they do have the ladder. You they, do have to yeah. take the ladder. I was so going to say, because I. 
I, I don't think I've ever heard of anyone flying into Trenton that wasn't specifically going to Trenton, I would think. Yeah. You know? no, no, it, no. It's, it's like not a, like a stopover. Well, it's like airport. an hour away from Philly. Right. So we stop, we, we go to Trenton, and then when I get to Trenton, there's a problem with the car situation. So oh, yeah. then the rental car, and I'm, I'm realizing right now why I'm needed because Kelly would have just lost it at this point. Right. Um, oh wait, hey, hang on. You were the cooler head in this situation. I was the cooler head the entire time. Oh wow. Uh, up until hold on, there's a certain point where it's, which I've I've had my fill. Right. But now the other thing I want to mention is is in airports right now, they do they have replaced some of the um, smoking sections right with um, doggy relief sections. <laughs> with little fake hydrants, oh, Jesus! They Christ. have literally like fake grass for all the support fake dogs. hydrants, uh, and they have it so you can so you can take your dog in there to go to the bathroom. Civiliz- and they've you know civilization they have replaced is doomed. The smoking sections with these things. Yeah, Jesus Christ! So now the first thing is is that in the beginning I wasn't paying attention. Like when we first get to the airport, I wasn't necessarily paying attention because I'm like I'm not responsible for this fucking flight. So like I'm not responsible to know all these different things, right? So we get to the gate. Yeah, but dude, yeah. I know, it was a mistake. Obviously, yeah. it was a mistake right you, you from the should, beginning. You should always memorize your itinerary. Well, here's the thing. So I get there, and we get to the gate that I think we're supposed to be at, right? And right. then they're telling me that the flight's going to be an hour late, this and this and blah, 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 blah. Was this at uh, Tampa or where? Tampa, this was okay, in Tampa. Okay, so this was the first leaving. Oh, yeah, hold on. And by the way, one other thing. Okay. The last time I went to the airport, when you take the, the tram to take you to the, right. to the, to the gates, Yeah. It used to be Jack Harris that was the announcer on that. You know, like, welcome to Tampa, and it's Jack Harris. Right. The voice of Tampa. The voice of Tampa, yeah. Oh, you know who the voice of fucking Tampa is now? It better be Gene Deckerhoff, because he's the only one that would would be comparable to Jack Harris in that situation. No, 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 no. Jane Castor. Oh, fuck Fucking mayor of Tampa. Yeah. You fucking bitch. You know what? Here's the thing. This is only being done because of your you want to further your goddamn political career. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like, put Jack Harris back on. Right. This is bullshit. Right. Or some other announcer or somebody that's like anybody but the fucking mayor. Yeah. Like the fact that you put it in as you is just typical politician bullshit. But uh, yeah, I mean, hell, give me Tony Dungy. You know, anybody that work for me? Anybody? Yeah. Give me Gruden. Maybe he'll throw an bomb in there. So I don't know. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> could be entertaining. Could be. <laughs> so I, we get there, and Kelly was the one that looked at for the flight information for the gate we were on. And then I'm still kind of paying attention, and all of a sudden I hear last boarding for this flight, and I'm like, man, that sounds like our flight. Turn around, realize that's our freaking flight, and it's right. getting ready to board, and we're getting ready to leave this thing. Kelly went to go grab something to drink, so I called Kelly back. I'm like, run, 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 run. Right. And she finally, she's like, what, what? Because she, again, giving so Kelly a direct gate? order, it was like the next gate over. Oh, okay. Like so it you wasn't were, that far. You were, you were, but she was on the other side of the, of the terminal though right. at the time. So I'm like, we'll run over here. So she gets here. We sit down. We have the flight up there. The flight up there wasn't bad. And the the only thing I had to give to the TSA gods at that point, at least, no, no. Initially, I didn't have to give anything. No, no, no. I had to give something to the TSA gods. I don't remember what it was. I had to sacrifice something. I forget right. what it was. And then on the way back, I actually had to sacrifice my shaving cream because God forbid you put shaving cream in there that's more than three ounces. Three ounces. Yeah. They take your fucking shaving cream, right? right. But I got I made it up there on the way there, but on the way back, and I said, like when they took it, I'm like, oh, I guess I got to sacrifice that to the TSA gods. Yeah. And they just look at me funny, and I'm just like, I'm looking at him funny back. I'm like, because right. Kelly wasn't near me at the time. Yeah. So, so you could get away with it. So I get away with a little, little bit. bit of it. Yeah. But at any rate, so we get on the flight, we get up there. Problem with the car, I had to take an Uber an hour Ooh. from where we're at. It was like a hundred bucks right. for an Uber. So I took the Uber to So did you have a rent a car lined up? 
Well, we did, but then something got screwed up. Okay. So whatever it's, it was. It's Trenton. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the rental car was yeah. gone. And then and then and it was cold too. So we get up there and it's Pennsylvania and it's cold. Right. And it's a different kind of cold because it's still raining, but it's cold at the same time too. Right, right. But it's not snowing, it's raining and it's cold. Yeah. So we finally get to what where we gotta go, which I gotta say the that part of Pennsylvania that they live in is like it's not really the suburbs of Philly, but it's the outskirts of Philly. Okay. And it's really nice. Like, it's a really beautiful area, and the houses are... It's one of those things where, like, they don't have subdivisions, but there's, like, somebody bought a plot of land, built four houses in nondescript ways. Right. You know what I mean? So it's semi-rural. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. very semi-rural. All right. And so we go there, have a, have fun for a couple days. You know, we you know go around. It's real cold. It's, and now is this where Kelly grew up? or Yeah, Kelly grew up, and this is the house she actually did oh, grow okay. up in, so he still oh, lives nice. in the house yeah. that Kelly grew, grows that's, up that's, in. It's fun to go home in those situations, you know? Yeah, for Kelly it is. Yeah. yeah absolutely. For me, I, I have no idea what's You're going on. You're just along for the ride. Yeah. You're a moral support. Yeah, yeah. You are literally the uh, support animal in this case. In fact, you probably could have peed on the fire hydrants at you the know, airport. I just, you know, it looked like it was going to be frowned upon, <laughs> but for some reason I didn't. I swear to God, now I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if it's good enough for a dog, by God, it's good enough for me. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Oh, the dog can be there, but God forbid a human do it. Yeah. You know, what the fuck? Yeah. I know. Anyway, continue. All right. So now we go to um, Valley Forge. Oh. Um, on we So we, we did go so see some tours. Yeah. Valley Forge. They have uh, the DuPont family has an area that they made like a garden out of it, like an indoor garden, okay. which looks beautiful, by the way. I'm, I'm not saying it doesn't look beautiful. It looks right. beautiful. But like Pierre DuPont or whatever built this whole area and it's like the gardens of whatever. We went. We okay, did. You know, when you take a tour of someplace, you come back with so little information. You know what I'm saying? You literally took a tour of this place, and it's like, yeah, the, the Dupont guys they did a garden or something or whatever. I don't know. And it's supposedly you know, like it's the like biggest. You, you just came back from the place. You just toured the place. You should be able to do like a report on the place. That's probably why I didn't get good grades on reports. I, I, I guess so. Yeah, but continue. So. We, we have a good time while we were out there. Again, it was kind of boring only because, like, you know, I, and again, I don't want to go on vacation. Oh, it's Pennsylvania. How exciting can it be? Exactly. You know, and you didn't go into Philly, did you? Well, hold on. Let me get to that okay, part. Go ahead. Let me get to that part. So we do, we went to some, two, we went to a, a couple breweries and, you know, we, we ate at some nice little little places that, like, locals would eat at, which was nice. It was right. good. And then we are coming back. Now, I'm supposed to come back Monday and the plane's supposed to leave at one thirty. Okay. So Kelly's dad drives us back to the airport. Right. To the Trenton airport, because that's where we're leaving out of. Right. What would yeah, you fly, by the way? What airline? Frontier. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Which is the last time I'm ever going to fucking fly Frontier, yeah. by the way. Did you have to flap your arms on the way? No, I did not. Oh, okay, just making I, sure. I, I, yeah. Well, we'll find Wouldn't out. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. So at any rate, so I get there, but, but right as we're pulling in, they say the flight's been delayed to 3.30. Okay. So I'm like, fuck. All right, well, we just have to sit in the airport for a couple hours. It is what it is. Yeah. Now, in this airport, because it's so small... They actually close TSA for certain periods of time. So once you're in, you can't get out. Like once oh, you right. go through TSA. Yeah, so if you leave, you can't come back you in because there's come no back one to in. rescreen you. Yeah, yeah. So we're just sitting there stuck in the fucking airport, bored right. as shit. And the Trenton airport is small, just really, really small. Right. Three o'clock turns into five o'clock. Or three o'clock turns into four o'clock delay. Oh, geez. Four o'clock turns into five o'clock delay. Yeah. And. And they and the Frontier knew this, and they knew it right away. But I guess there was a major computer malfunction that happened nationwide with Frontier. Of course. So at six o'clock, or five o'clock, or whatever, they officially cancel, cancel 
all the flights. Now, we're <laughs> down in the bottom, like in the section to get on the plane. Right. And this place is now packed with people. Right. All getting ready to get on this flight. Yeah. And as soon as I heard that, it's like that. You know how that, that gear kicks in for you? Like oh, when yeah. When the gear kicks in? Like. Kelly, watch the fucking gear. I cut everybody in the fucking line or everybody around like because it's just now it's just mass chaos. Right. I get in front of everybody, get upstairs as quick as I can to be like one of the first five people in line to get another flight. Because at this point now they're, they're going to be right. You know, you're going to. Oh, shit. And the yeah. frontier people suck. Like they're horrible people. Like, they're, right. they're like, the only thing we're doing is reschedules or refunds. Right. Me reschedules or refunds. So we do a reschedule. You know, I'm like, well, I need the next. Well, order. what else could they do? I mean, here's the thing. I mean, you either Offer reschedule me, or you refund. Yeah, but they're not giving you anything else. Like, because they canceled the flight, it's their response. In my opinion, it's their responsibility at this point. Oh, especially because it wasn't like weather or an act of God or anything. Yeah, yeah it, it, was, was, it was a computer malfunction. Exactly. Yeah, you guys fucked up. So when I get up there and I say, well, I need the next earliest flight, they, well, they go, the next earliest flight's not till 9 a.m. out of Philly. <laughs> I'm like, are you guys going to pay for me to get to Philly? Nope. Nope. Yeah. And now here's the thing. The anger level, getting higher, right. getting higher, yeah. getting higher. And I'm like, okay, just calm down. I mean, Kelly's not up here. So I, I made a couple comments, but I didn't make too many comments. So I grabbed the stuff. Hey, wait a second. This is the point where you tell me you, you were actually polite. <laughs> when, in fact, I'm sure you were, like, yelling under your breath. I didn't talk to him enough for them to know either way. And besides, everybody's wearing masks. You have to wear masks oh, the right. whole fucking time. Oh, Jesus Christ. You have to wear masks the whole fucking time. Yeah. Whenever you're in the airport, the second you walk into the airport, you got to wear the mask the whole time. Yeah. And so, and, here, and here's the thing, because I got the warning of you got to be on good behavior. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm going to wear the mask. I'll wear the mask the whole time. Whatever. You know, right. it's useless. But, so I get there and they tell me it's Philly. And I'm like, Philly. Right. <laughs> so I fucking. And now you got to pay to get to Philly. Yeah. yeah. So now I get in another Uber ride to take an hour, you know, for an hour to get to Philly because right. it takes about an hour to get yeah. to Philly. Eight, another $80. Yeah. Another 80 bucks. Yeah. However, I will say this, though. This guy, the, the driver for the Uber that I had here, yeah. was like a goddamn race car driver. Oh, really? He got And you, it man. was raining and he yeah. was it was in an Audi. It was, it was an Uber ride in an Audi. Right. And it did good control. Yeah. But this motherfucker, boy, he did not fuck around. Like, he was, like, I was watching it in the front. He's packing in the rides, man. He's working it. Yeah. And so he got us to Philly. Now, here's the thing with Philly. Now we got to stay overnight in Philly. Right. I'm not getting a room. Right. So we're laying in the airport. So we have to go through TSA in the airport, which, again, just, they're just rude. They're just oh, they're fucking rude. Beings. You know yeah. what I mean? They're not, they're horrible. not good people. You know? And I have a certain. I feel like the entire. Everything associated with air travel, all the people in there are like, for the most part, with the exception of flight attendants. Flight attendants are usually okay. These days, maybe not. But I feel like they are all the worst part of human society. Yes. It's like they took all the worst people, worst human beings in society and put them in the TSA, put them behind the ticket counters, you know, yeah. things like that. You know, And they wonder why people freak out on airplanes. Yeah. You know, it's like experiences like that. Yeah. And so you go through Philly's airport. Now, I will say this, though. So I've never been to Philly before. And the people in the airport, not the TSA people and not the people that are working the counter. Well, actually, the, even the guy working the counter was actually pretty cool. Right. But other people in Philly were really nice, actually. You, I was really? almost a little shocked, actually, because I had a preconception <laughs> right. that the people in Philly were going to be assholes. Like, the, everybody was going to be These are the people that throw batteries at Santa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And they weren't at all. Right. Actually, I will say the people in Philly 
Super nice. Yeah. So like yeah. it was a good time. Well, you know, it's 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 funny because it is the city of brotherly love. Yeah. But that can also be sarcastic. Yes. You know. Yes. <laughs> that could be you know kind of a, uh, a a reverse psychology thing on you. Yeah. You know. But it wasn't. It yeah. was good. So we get there. We eat. I eat a Chick Fil A. Those people are actually pretty nice too. Well, Chick Fil A, they're always nice. Yeah. You know. So we go there they and then God we on their and side. we stay overnight in the airport, right? Right. And I'm just like. Now, it was weird, too, because, like, of the time for... We got there at, like, at 8 o'clock, right? Right. So you think that flights are ending, and then with the cancellations coming, you think there'd be a bunch of people that are just going to sit in the airport the whole time. Right. So we were... We got to an air... And we didn't even know what gate we were going to be at. Like... Right. That... The plane ride that we had did not have a gate number assigned to it yet. <laughs> for 9 a, for the 9 a.m. flight. Okay, that's kind of sketchy. I, I'm yeah. already a little freaked out. Right. But I'm like, okay, just, just deal with it. So we... Get all of our stuff because we didn't have anything for we had no uh, like check bags. Everything was carry on. Right. And we get to the airport. We sit there and try to get comfortable. And there's just no way to get comfortable because what they do oh, is. Right. Yeah. Because the way the chairs are set up there. And they always have ar- and all of them have arms except for certain areas. Right. So right. some areas didn't have arms, but the rest of them had arms. Right. And so, you know, we find a spot. We lay down and we make it through the night. Thank God. And then we get up in the morning. And, mor- you know, they, they should actually allow for that because, y- y- you know, there's always situations in airports where you should be laying down. You know what I'm saying? But they always set it up so it's like individual chairs so you can't do that. Yeah, no. exactly, which sucks ass so all day if, long. if you have to do like a, you know, a, a many-hour layover and you can't leave the airport yeah. type of thing, you're laying on the floor. Now, so the morning comes, and, again, we've walked around the airport a couple times, you know, and Mikey's in all for, for – Mike actually is being pretty good during all this. He's kind of having fun with the experience of it, which I do think that the experience sometimes, you know, living in the suck and having a in doing that is still an experience that you didn't want to go through initially. But you look back and you're like, well, well at least we had fun that night. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, so but every time we like I would pass out for a little while mm-hmm. with in the middle of a crowd full of people, I felt like like there was a bunch of people sitting around all over the place. And when I would wake up, they'd all be gone. Right. I'd go back to sleep. Then I'd wake up again. There are a whole bunch of new people there. And it was happening all night long. <laughs> That's odd. It is odd because yeah. I was like, why Where are, are they people? coming and going from? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if this is a late flight, then how come I can't fucking find a late flight? Right. Yeah. So finally, like at six in the morning. And it, here's the other thing, too, is that in the airport, things open up at weird fucking times. Right. Like, Spar- well, it depends on the flight schedule. Well, yeah, but Sparrow was closed at like eight o'clock right and i was like oh, that's kind of early for them to be closed right but then at like 4 30 in the morning or five in the morning when i got up at another point sparrow was open are you, you don't are even you serve breakfast the the hot the pizza dogs, place the pizza okay yeah that, that, that does the calzones okay. yeah yeah but those yeah, pizzas yeah. and calzones right so they wake and i get up at like four something in the morning or five something in the morning and they're awake like they're, they got people serving right I'm looking around like this is. I feel like I'm in a weird. Like, well, you know how it is when you're flying. It's like your 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 internal clock gets all screwed up. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So we finally get on the flight. We finally get back. And now Kelly and Danielle for my birthday present, or for Christmas, they gave me a birthday present. Basically, they said we're gonna we're we bought plane tickets to New Orleans in August and an Airbnb in August. Right. So before I actually got on the flight, I called up Danielle. And I made the uh, made the call. I said, "Look, cancel the flight. Right. Cancel the Airbnb. <laughs> yeah. I'm not getting on a plane anymore. Just drive. I'm not. She won't. She don't want to drive. It's it's only ten hours. In New yeah. Orleans. I know. I know. She doesn't want to yeah. drive. 
but which I don't care. I'm not going. Here's the thing. You want to do a you want to have a good time and you want an Airbnb. I'll take a local Airbnb and we can go there because I'm not fucking flying my right. fucking ass and anywhere if in I fact, don't have to. It's only about 15 16 hours from Tampa to Philly. So you could have you could have driven there in a day. I it, you know? I could have. Right. And avoided all this hassle. Yes. No. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm I I'd much rather drive than fly. Oh yeah. The driving's so much easier. Yeah, and and, the, and like I look around for the TSA people. Oh, hold on, let me get to the point where I lost it. Okay. Oh, good. Right. <laughs> it would, it's actually throughout this story, it's shocking how that calm you, that I've that been. you you didn't lose it in any of these. Points. So I didn't. So because we, I may have. Oh yeah, no, no. I, oh, here's yeah. the thing. Underneath, I was fuming. But see, I would never be. I, I'll never fly again. Yeah, I don't blame you for that. Never. So I get to. So we get. We 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 land in Tampa, and we're about row 17 i think it was like row 17 okay and one of the biggest pet peeves i have when it comes to flying is that when you land and they open up the door you should already be ready to fucking leave oh right and if you don't start getting ready until it's your turn to start walking you are a fucking asshole and i have kept my mouth shut the entire time until this point <laughs> and then when i saw what was going on and i'm standing here waiting to get off the airport because some so hang stupid on you're, you're on the ground in tampa at this yeah point. i'm on the ground in okay, tampa then, at this then point. basically you're home all bets are off you can lose it I was still in the airport technically. <laughs> I don't. So I think you've got. I'm a, in a gray area. I think you've got an argument there that look, I was good for the entire trip. We're back home. I'm fucking, <laughs> fucking chewing someone's that's, ass. And that's I think menta- <laughs> mentally wise, that's, that's where, where I was were. at. Yeah, that's where I was at. So I'm like, you know, it'd be easier to get off this flight if some people would be ready when it's time to get off the flight. And I just said it real loud. Right. I didn't say it to anybody specifically. It was very passive aggressive. Right. But I said that out loud. And yeah, you, that kind of bitchy. You can hear, like, I could hear the disapproval in both Kelly and Mikey <laughs> because Mikey hates it when I go off oh, at places. He? Yeah. he is so embarrassed all the time whenever <laughs> I do it, right? He gets so embarrassed. And so I said this, and you can see both of them just like, oh, my God, this fucking guy. Right. And so finally, you know, I get off the airport. And Kelly and Mikey are slow fucking walkers, man. Right. And I'm a fast walker, especially in an airport. I'm trying to get somewhere. Yeah. And so I'm constantly having to stop wait for them stop wait for them and i'm getting fucking even more pissed and more pissed as it goes by right and i'm just yeah. like you f- just fucking speed up what the fuck is wrong with you and i didn't say that to him right but so finally we you know we get to the other side you know here jane caster's stupid fucking voice oh God, and then yeah. um and then danielle's on the other side so we get in the car and then at that point i had to get back to work because i'm already a day late Right, you know what I mean? Of when I was supposed to be there, I had yeah. to reschedule meetings and all this other kind of trash. So I get, I get there. So like as soon as I get home, I have to drive back to the office, pick up laundry for a, a, one of our clients, take it all the way down to Clearwater, right, and then come back up there. So like I'm driving around like a chicken with my fucking head cut off, all the way right off the bat, right. Totally fucking up my whole fucking schedule. But I'm telling them never. I'm not flying anymore. I'm not going to do it. Right. Now here's the thing. I can't say I'll never fly again, but I will say is somebody either better be fucking dead. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or somebody better be p- paying for me to fucking fly or well, something along those lines. Here's the thing. Someone better be dead in like, I don't know, Alaska or Hawaii <laughs> for me to fly. Yeah. You know, because if it's uh, like Europe or Africa or something like that, I'm taking a boat. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck your airplane. If it's anywhere uh, basically in the Western Hemisphere, I'm driving. Yeah. You know. I'm going to pick to drive a, a bus, which I would normally would do anyway. Right. Like, even when we, well, 
when I went to California and back, we had a van full of stuff. So oh, got to go to Chile? Oh, well, that's only, you know, uh, 73 hours in the car. No yeah. problem. <laughs> Take a slow boat. Right. Yeah, exactly. I I, I'm not, not fucking flying anymore, though. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Look, here's the thing. I think that the TSA as an organization needs to be fucking completely gone. All these oh, yeah. people need to be unemployed. Fuck them all. Right. I don't want any of them in the fucking airports. Let the security be handled by the individual airlines. There's no need for this stuff because go, here's the thing. You know what? Go with my plan. Go with my plan. No government. Let, no, well, no government and let everyone carry guns on airplanes. Why Problem not? solved. Problem solved. Yeah. So anyone gets froggy, it's dealt with. Yeah. Well, yeah. or there's a hole in the plane and everybody does. Well, yeah, but there's it's a little hole in the plane. It just makes a whistling sound. It's a slight annoyance. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so I finally get back. And then because I got back on Tuesday, my whole plan was to take my goddamn boots down to the Red Wing store on Tuesday from a tune up. And oh, okay, listen, just stop. Stop. You said that too fast. I want you to say that again so our listeners can properly digest what you just said. Okay, so a couple days or like a week and a half ago, I got an email from Red Wing Shoes that was a free shoe tune-up at your local Red Wing Shoe store. (laughs) Okay, that is a sentence I never thought I would hear in my entire life. (laughs) A shoe tune-up. What what are you going to do? Adjust the timing? You know? Uh, gap the spark plugs? I mean, what, how do you tune up a pair of shoes? Uh, you know, they, they shine them up real nice. Okay, they so check them to make sure that there's not anything broken in them. <laughs> they, and actually, they replace the... 32-point um, inspection? I guess so. And they replace the, um, the, 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 the... What do you call the things that you put in the shoe? Oh, the uh, insole? The insole. Okay. They replace and put brand new insoles in there. Okay. Actually, it's a very nice. It was a very nice service, I got to tell you, by the way. Like, I'm always going to buy Red Wing shoes now because of this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I dropped I'm, them off. I'm quite happy for you. I dro- I ended up having to drop them off on Thursday on the way to go to Matt's because I did uh, I did uh, the writer's block with Matt on right. Thursday. Yeah. But if you want to listen to it, you can go and listen to it. It was like a two and a half hour show. Uh, that's the name of the podcast, The Writer's Block? Yeah, The Writer's Block. You know, yeah. Matt Wright. Yeah. The writer's block. I thought it was... Uh, Muddy Waters of Freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened That's to that? another, He has multiple shows. Oh, wow. Because it's like Muddy Waters Media. Matt's now. a busy guy. Well, he's got like My Fellow Americans and like the... Damn. The How many beard, days a week the is he podcasting? Jew and, <laughs> the Bearded Jew. Well, Spike, Spike Cohen does the show with him and Spike's Literally? Jewish. Literally Spike Cohen. Yes. Oh, nice. So, now, I didn't do the show with Spike. I just did it with Matt. But right. at any rate, so I drop off the shoes down there. I pick them back up on Friday and I was very happy with my, my pickup at that point. I'm, I'm going to go buy another pair of Red Wing shoes, actually. Because the problem with these shoes is, is that you can't redo the sole. Or Why not? not the, it's just not made that way. You can't redo the bottoms of the. the How much you pay for these shoes? Two forty-five. Oh well, you know, I guess if you spend two hundred fifty bucks on a pair of shoes, you want to, you know, you want to tune up with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. So. I actually, I got to tell you, I'm buying them from now on. They're very comfortable shoes. They work very well. I like them a lot. Yeah. So I spend thirty bucks on a pair of shoes and throw them away when they're done. I understand that. I understand yeah. that. But I think that, that there's an argument to be made that if you spend more money to buy a nice pair of shoes, that those shoes will last longer. Oh, that's probably true. But, so your you know, money that you're saving. You're, I you're, wear shoes it, so infrequently that I don't need a pair of shoes that are going to rest me, you know, last me literally the rest of my life. I got you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I spent 300 bucks on a pair of shoes. I'll be buried in them. <laughs> well, I'm gonna. here's the thing. The next pair of shoes I buy from Red Wing shoes, I'm going to buy the ones that are like super nice and stuff like that. Like I'm probably going to spend 300, three and some change. Yeah. And that will be the last like, pair of shoes I I'm, have. I'm pretty sure I've had these since Clinton were in office. Which ones? These shoes here. These Sperry's. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they do the job. So, hey, all right, uh, enough of the uh, the, the story time here. 
Um, uh, what do we got going on in the news? Well, there was a lot that went on while we were on, uh, while we were had our yeah. hiatus. By the way, and of course, uh, you know the. Uh, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the uh, best of last week while uh, Alex was, uh, you know, uh, fighting the TSA there. But uh, yeah, all in all, it doesn't sound too bad. It doesn't sound like the TSA gave you as much grief as uh, the uh, airlines themselves just screwing you. The airlines themselves did, but TSA still did too, though. Like they, they were just the attitude that they had. I, I thought I told you I wanted to talk about the news. We were done with this. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> The attitude they had overall wasn't good. But at no, any rate. Of course not. So let's get into this part, though, because and we'll start with COVID news. Is that there was a... Uh, hang on. I think we should call this section uh, that we were right all the time. Oh, we were definitely right, right the whole fucking time. Right. <laughs> that should be the name. That, You're that, right. That should be yeah. the name of this. <laughs> and so there's a new study that shows lockdowns had little or no impact on COVID-19 deaths. What a surprise. Like, fucking... Now, this is a... New analysis by the researchers at Johns Hopkins University. So you right. can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on a second. It's Johns Hopkins University. Uh, part of the people that were, you know, in the the Fauci uh, Fauci verse. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, definitely putting out exactly what the CDC wanted, exactly what Fauci wanted. These are not some fringe organization. These are the guys right in the middle of trust the science. Yeah. Okay. And this is what the researchers wrote: We find no evidence that lockdowns, school closures, border closures, and limited ga- limiting gatherings have had a noticeable effect on COVID nineteen mortality. The researchers wrote. What a shock. This is proof I mean smoking gun proof that this the government response in its totality has been an utter failure well wait a second I have a question though is Johns Hopkins now going to be canceled for misinformation <laughs> you'd think right <laughs> right <laughs> yeah unbelievable and you know folks we, we we said it all all along and actually we didn't even go so far as to say it would have no effect whatsoever which is essentially what what Johns Hopkins is saying they say the data does not show that it had any significant effect whatsoever and we even said that like point oh two. Yeah, we even said that it, it might have some effect, but what our but we thought it was a minor effect. And and what we were saying is that the consequences of the lockdowns in no way um, were uh, worth the minor uh, potential improvement that you would get from you know uh, less COVID infections, less COVID deaths. Yeah, yeah. And it, it turns out that uh, you know we were even more right than we thought we were. Oh, absolutely, we were more right than we thought we were. Right. So this says early on, many states in 100 and 186 countries imposed bans on work, socialization, in in school, spur, uh, in school in-person schooling, travel, and other restrictions to limit the spread of the disease, citing recommendations by top healthcare experts. Researchers at the Imperial College of London, for example, predicted that such steps could reduce death rates by up to 98%. That never happened, according to uh, the new study research uh, by researchers Stephen Hankey, Jonas Herbie and Lars Jungen at Johns Hopkins. Right. Overall, we conclude that lockdowns are not an effective way of reducing mortality rates during a pandemic, at least not during the first wave of the COVID-19 pandemic, they wrote. They examined deaths early during the pandemic and determined that by end of the lockdown period studied in May 20, May 20th of 2020, a total of 97,881 people had died of COVID-19 in the U.S. And approximately... All right, quit reading. Okay, we wait. get the point. But... Uh, yeah, so uh, and, and another article is, uh, you know, two years into the pandemic, politicians still getting tripped up over coronavirus restrictions. 
Yeah. You know? Well, because uh, they're... They know. They knew all along what we knew. Yes. You know? They realized it, whether they, they had the, the data or... Um, you know, whether they just knew it intuitively, uh, like I think a lot of people did, um, they just, you know, they keep getting busted. They're not wearing masks uh, when they're telling people to wear masks. They're having parties when uh, they're telling people not to have gatherings. Uh, they're, you know, going out and about and doing their daily life when they're putting other people on lockdown. And again, it's, it's uh, you know, they make the rules and then don't follow them. And it's just many, many examples of this. And a couple of examples are, you know, you've got... Uh, well, uh, Boris Johnson is probably the biggest biggest example. The UK has been on you know damn near total lockdown, and he's having parties every weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, mask free parties. Yeah. You know? uh, then you've got the uh, uh, who was it? The uh, uh, Georgia gubernatorial uh, candidate uh, Stacey Abrams. You know, <laughs> she's pushing for the lockdowns, pushing for the masks, and she goes and takes a picture with a bunch of elementary school kids who Georgia is forcing to mask themselves, and she's not masked. Now, hold on a second. It's worse than that on the on the Stacey Abrams ones. Oh, is it? She wouldn't go there unless they were unless they ensured that every children was wearing a mask. <laughs> you got to be kidding! No, me. and then she didn't wear a mask, and then she didn't wear a mask, and when she was called out on it, she claimed that anybody that was saying that was racist. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course. She is such a horrible fucking human being. It's oh not my even funny, god! By the way. Yeah, I mean, how do, how do they you... end up now? Now, I will say this: another part of the story is the person that put posted the picture on her social media, like her social media manager, right. was fired for this. Oh yeah, and they they took the oh picture they fired down. the social media person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it, it, not not her. You know, it couldn't be her no. fault. You know, not for doing it, not for saying the kids have to be masked, but I'm not going to be. Yeah, you know, <laughs> they uh, they fired the one for posting the picture. Yeah, and, and, and another classic it, politician move. And if you look at the picture, literally every student, parent, teacher that's in the picture is masked. Yep, and she is in the middle of this picture, right up front, <laughs> yeah. with no fucking mask on, yeah. like the. Arrogance of this fucking bitch is not even is not oh, even funny. It, and hey, I will say, hey, that, stop being racist. Yeah, why are you? She racist? is going to lose this election so badly right now. It's not even funny. By yeah, the way, well, she deserves to because she, she they they are going to they are they are tor- she hey. end up now she end up having to apologize. Yeah. She ended up having to apologize. And they all do the same thing. It's like, well, we were doing all of this, and then all of a sudden, then, you know, I took the picture, and, you know. Yeah, of like, course. Like, it's arrogance. You only did it because you want people to see your face. Right. That's oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, she, she she was doing a, you know, a photo op. Yeah. You know. That, that's exactly what it was. It was a photo Total op. Total photo op. No, it was yeah. a Black History Month photo op. She's right. in there teaching kids about black history. Which, right. hey, that's cool. I you know, I don't have a problem with that per yeah. se. What I have a problem with is the fact that you wanted to get a photo op with these kids, so you didn't really care about the kids. No. And you decided I'm props. not going to wear a mask. They yeah. were they were props. Right. It's a very good way to look at it. Well, that's uh, basically to politicians. That's all we all are. Yeah. You know, we're uh, you know chattel and props. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all we are. Now you see across the country right now that the mask mandates are all going away now because of this. That's because the people have turned. The American people are done. Just done. They are done. And the politicians, especially in the blue states, realize that they are in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Yeah. You know, anybody that was supportive of the of the mat. Well, not anybody. A a lot of people that were supportive of the mandates are in real trouble right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's just one of those things where and for them to come out and say, well, the science has changed. The science didn't change at all. There's no science that changed any of this. The only thing that changed was the public said, fuck you. We're not doing this shit anymore. And so they go, well, it's time for, you know, we've beat it now. So let's, you know, take our masks off and this and this. Right. Like, and the funny thing is, the funny thing is, is now that it's coming out that the, the masks weren't really effective, that the lockdowns weren't really effective, that none of this really mattered. 
those people that got canceled for saying that six months ago or a year ago are still canceled. Yes. You know? Yeah. Even though they were all right. Yeah. You know? And it doesn't matter anymore in this world. It's just the feelings at the time. God, I, I you know, I, it, it just, it frustrates me to no end that there is no logic anymore. There is no reason anymore. It, it's like, you know, minute by minute, we have this emotional view and that emotional view changes minute by minute and we're all supposed to hop on board with it and ignore all the objective reality about everything yeah and that's the way the entire world operates today we are look the, the, I, I i i can't your function in this world your politicians and your mainstream media have been gaslighting you for years oh god but it's so intense now it's even more so oh yeah and that's look and this is why that they're having to do like that they're doing all of the different stuff that they're doing right now because if you look at it there was another washington post article global freedoms that have have hit a dismal record low with pandemic restrictions making things worse the report says the, the reports are coming out now that are showing you that the government response to this is the thing that's caused the most damage. It is not the virus itself. Right. It is the government Another thing we were saying it. from day one. And yeah, exactly right. Right. Yeah. We we have been proven right, and and and, and in this, turn, and we're the, disinformation. <laughs> right. Yes. Like we're the disinformation. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Uh, it, it's uh, we, we and they have no shame. We are. We have entered such an Orwellian world at this point. You know, and, you know, we can still, you know, running the risk of being canceled like, uh, you know, Joe Rogan, which we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah. But, you know, we run the risk of being canceled for for saying these sort of things, just like anyone else who is saying them. But the reality of the situation is, is we live in this Orwellian world where, you know, we at least still have some freedom of speech to say these things. But it's it's becoming less and less. It's it's the 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 government the um, corporate narrative uh, is is becoming the the one view that you can have. And uh, you know, I, I say we we still currently have freedom of speech. That's not necessarily uh, going to be the case for much longer, especially considering what uh, the Department of Homeland Security is now doing. Yeah, this is way worse than just being canceled now. Yes, yeah. This is taking uh, canceled up to an entirely new level. Yeah. Uh, the Department of Homeland Security has uh, just put out a bulletin uh, this past week uh, titled, A Summary of Terrorism Threat to the U.S. Homeland. And uh, the, I'm going to go ahead and read a, a couple of lines from here. The United yeah. States remains in a heightened threat environment fueled by several factors, including an online environment filled with false or misleading uh, false or misleading narratives and conspiracy theories and other forms of mis, dis and malinformation introduced and or amplified by foreign and domestic threat actors. So now. The Department of Homeland Security is making a priority of combating mis, dis, and malinformation as potentially acts of terrorism. Yes. I mean, that, folks, if you're not horrified by that, uh, then, you know, basically totalitarianism is already won. You know, this is. <laughs> no, no, you got to keep reading, dude. Yeah, uh, go ahead. You read some. All right. 
These threat actors seek to exacerbate societal friction to sow discord and undermine public trust in government institutions to encourage unrest, which could potentially inspire acts of violence. Listen to what they just said right there. Right. Like that right there in and of itself. You got to remember, that's who the is connection. Putting the, who's putting the misinformation out really, though? Well, it's so far, it's, it's been proven to be both uh, government and corporate interests. Yes. You know. Mash casualty attacks and other acts of targeted violence conducted by lone offenders and small groups, normally led by FBI informants. Um, well, that's not said in there. Um, acting in furtherance of ideological beliefs and or personal grievances pose an ongoing threat to the nation. While the conditions underlying the heightened threat landscape have not significantly changed over the last year, the convergence of the following factors has increased the volatility, unpredictability, and complexity of the threat environment. One, the proliferation of false or misleading narratives which sow discord or undermine public trust in the U.S. government institutions. Two, continued calls for violence directed at U.S. critical infrastructure, soft targets, and mass gatherings Faith-based institutions faith such based. as yeah, faith-based institutions such as churches, synagogues, and mosques, institutions of higher education, racial and religious minorities, government facilities and personnel, including law enforcement and the military, the media, and perceived ideological opponents. And three calls by foreign terrorist organizations for attacks on the United States based on recent events. Okay, now um, so you you may be wondering what they're considering mis dis, dis and malinformation. I'll read further down in the document. Here we go. This is a quote. For example, there is widespread online proliferation of false or misleading narratives regarding unsubstantiated widespread election fraud. Okay, maybe some of that's unsubstantiated, but it's still not terrorism. And COVID-19. Yes. They got to put them both in there. Right, right. So... So what we're saying is basically everything that we were saying in the past that is now all proven to be through, true based yep. on the data is mis, mal, and uh, disinformation. Mm-hmm. And we are potentially terrorists for having those opinions. Yes. I, I, it, There's no other way to look at it than that. You know, and here's, here's what I want to know. Where's the ACLU going to come in on this? Where's all these, uh, you know, freedom of speech organizations going to come in on this? Well, I'm the ACLU is going to be in favor of it. Uh, probably. Because the ACLU has been taken over. Yeah, I mean, the ACLU is, is dead. Yeah, yeah. And, you know... Which th- is sad, by the way. Folks, we are... At this pace, I project that within 10 years, we will be China. Yeah, you know, we will be in the, the same position. <laughs> yeah. Look, I wrote an entire book dedicated to this. So, the Cassandra Trigger, available on Amazon.com or anywhere fine books are sold. Yes. Um, but, you know, it's just <laughs> this is a step by step by step progression. It's so easy to see if you just follow the algorithm that is reality. Yeah. You know, it, this is just where we're going. And it, every week, it seems, we have some other example of this. And this isn't, you know, again, we're not. We're not going to con- crazy conspiracy theory sites. No, Hold we're on. literally. Where did we find this one at? DHS.gov. Yeah, yeah. We're reading directly from the Department of Homeland Security. Uh, in fact, uh, it's uh, the uh, National Terrorism Advisory System bulletin, dated February seventh, twenty twenty-two. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're reading. You know. And well, hold on. And now, and if that doesn't terrify you, I don't know what is. Let's go into what else can terrify you, by the way. Okay. CIA secretly collected bulk data on American citizens, senators say. 
another thing we've been telling you about for years. And again, it's it's so years obvious that they're this. doing this. Right. Two senators said the Central Intelligence Agency have been secretly collecting bulk information on American citizens without, without congressional oversight. The two senators, Ron Wyden of Oregon, which I will say on civil liberties, Ron Wyden actually is pretty good. Yeah. And Martin Henrick of New Mexico expressed alarm in an April 13th letter to Averill Hayes, the director of the National Intelligence, and William Burns, the director of the CIA. The agency said programs involve counterterrorism, intelligence-related activities that operate under Executive Order 12333. It also announced that portions... Which Reagan wrote, by the way. Yeah. It also announced that portions of the report on the programs were being declassified according to a statement on Thursday. Right. So hang on a second. So essentially this has been going on for 40 years. Mm-hmm. 40 years this has been going on. Now, the one thing that's a little surprising here is that the CIA was doing it because the American people always believed that the CIA was only, uh, well, actually, the, the CIA's uh, congressional limits are they only have the authority to um, you know, engage in espionage on foreign uh, citizens and in foreign states. Mm-hmm. They have zero, in fact, they are prohibited from uh, performing any surveillance or investigation of U.S. citizens. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Yet they've been doing it for 40 years. And here's the thing. If you want to talk about what misinformation is. Right. Let right. me give you an example. Let me give you an example yeah. right here. So the agency said CIA recognizes and takes very seriously our obligation to respect the privacy and civil liberties of U.S. persons in the in the conduct of our vital national security mission and conducts our activities, including collection activities in compliance with U.S. law, Executive Order 12333 and our attorney general guidelines. Christian Scott, CIA's privacy and civil liberties officer, said in an emailed statement, CIA is committed to transparency, consistent with our obligation to protect intelligence sources and methods. If that's not the biggest fucking group of lies and bullshit and misinformation that, that you've right ever there seen, is mis dis and malinformation. That is just completely that's propaganda. Oh, it's pure. It's just pure fucking and propaganda. Utter propaganda. And yeah. so, like, again, there's one. There is a solution to this: the elimination of the CIA and and, and Homeland Security. Yeah, just get rid of it. Gone entirety. Bye. Yeah, don't need them. Don't don't, don't need them. them. Don't yeah. want them. And the NSA. You know. Yeah. I, actually, you know what? Let's just go with the complete elimination of the federal government. I mean, at this uh, point, it, I don't see another option. Again, honestly, if you're listening to this out there, I really want you to, at this point in time, in 2022, I want you to take a look at the federal government and ask yourself, what are the pros of con and cons of it existing? Yeah. And, I, you know, if I think if you're a rational, reasonable, logical human being, you'll find out that the cons far outweigh the pros. Yes. I, I mean, it, there's... For me, it, it, it's not even close. Now, some people have their, their pet things and, and things like that, but I think that even for the average person, it's got to be getting to the point where the cons outweigh the pros. Yeah. You know? If you're paying attention. Yeah, a- at all. <laughs> you know. So Now, let me get into this part, though, because, again, how far are they going down with this stuff? The Biden administration is in possession of nearly one billion records detailing American citizens' firearm purchases, far more than Congress and the public had been made aware of, according to new information from the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and Explosives obtained by the Washington Free Beacon. Right. The ATF disclosed to lawmakers that it manages a database of 920 million 664,765 firearm purchase records, including both digital and hard copy versions of these transactions. When a licensed gun store goes out of business, its private records detailing gun transactions becomes ATF's property and are stored at a federal site in West Virginia. 
The practice has contributed to the fears of gun advocacy groups and Second Amendment champions in Congress that the federal government is creating a national database of gun owners, which violates longstanding federal statutes. Okay. And here's the thing, folks. They told you, they told all of us from day one that they would never create a database, that the background checks, as soon as they did the background checks, they get destroyed, you know, just they give an approval and that's it. Um, They promised there would never be any federal gun registry, nothing like that. Um, And basically, the ATF kind of kept their word on that, except they found a loophole. What happens to the records when a gun store goes out of business? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we'll just keep those because Congress didn't say we specifically say we couldn't do that. That's right. It, it, and that's what all these government agencies do. So now let's just let's just bring it all home here. OK, bring it home, Wiley. Bring it home. So now um, we're we're basically everyone out there who now has been saying that covid uh, is, uh, you know, uh, not as bad or, you know, the lockdowns don't work or the masks don't work or anything or that like that. Or just getting the shot means you can still get infected if you even right. make that statement. Right, right. Um, or if you uh, thought that uh, <laughs> that the virus actually originated in the Wuhan lab and leaked or was maybe intentionally released, funded by the U.S. government and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and Pfizer. Oh, and by the way, Pfizer, one of the funders of the actual um, transition uh, from animals to humans of the coronavirus, uh, specifically SARS-CoV-2, uh, that turned into COVID, um, they made $52 billion last year. Yes. Uh, just letting you know that. Just throwing that out there. But anyway, if you say that any of those racist, things, way, th- I'm sure that was racist. Um, if you say any of those things, according to the Department of Homeland Security, um, you know, you are spreading mis, dis, or malinformation. Yeah, which okay. mal is the new one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. What is mal? Just bad information? Yeah, uh, mal means bad. I mean, that's... They defined know. all three. There is a definition for all three. We don't have to go into it. No, we don't have to go suck. into it. But the point is, is so now you're a potential terrorist, mm-hmm. uh, because if you do those things, uh, you're probably going to commit violence against the United States yep. government, which their words, that's what they're saying. Yeah. And now we found out uh, that not only does the ATF have a registry of your guns, uh, the CIA has also been spying on you. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, between all the government agencies and all you got to do is they'll do a stupid FISA warrant that'll go through and they will get everything. The CIA hasn't even been following the FISA rules. Yeah. 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 The NSA has had to follow those supposedly, but then they get bulk FISA warrants and just say, oh, yeah, we can wiretap everyone in this city. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's how they do it. Everyone that was in within five miles of, you know, Times Square. Yeah. You know. Not to mention that the stingrays are all over the place around the country, <laughs> right. and those things are connected to it as well. Right, right. And uh, this is not conspiracy theory. No, this is what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, I know. And that's a, and here's the thing: we we started our radio show, uh, our original radio show, uh, Liberty Underground, in 2009. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about this stuff then, and people, it, it, all of this stuff, and people would come up to us and say, "I don't know, man, that's pretty far out there. I just can't believe." It. And now it's just like. Um, the, the the thing that blows my mind is I'm still just as angry and pissed off about it as I was, you know, years ago. Yeah. You know, but when I talk to people now talking about the same type of things, they're like, oh, yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. You know, back then we were crazy. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and now, now it's, it's like, like well, yeah, whatever. I know well, the government's tracking me. What am I going to do? I, I, I just don't get that. You know, are, are they going to say that way when it's like, 
Ah, eh, well, the government's sending me to a re-education camp. What am I going to do? Yeah. I, I mean, seriously. I probably was fucking up. Yeah, right. I, I get you know, Maybe maybe there's just a, a segment of the population that, that is like that. Well, chattel. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Now, hold on, though. I want to get back to this. I want to go back to the, the, the report here. Over a half a million traces were performed in 2021, according to the ATF, and just under half a million in 2020. The ATF, however, says it does not have the ability to determine if the database actually helps solve crimes. So their whole thing about solving crimes, <laughs> they can't even tell if it does it. The ATF's National Tracing Center has no ability to determine the successful prosecution of hundreds of thousands of, of crime gun traces it completes annually, nor does it have any way to link the trace for specific prosecution for a particular year, the agency informed Congress. Right. Yeah. So they don't, they don't actually care if it solves crimes. It's not the point. That's not the point. The point is to know if they ever need to come after you for, you know, anything that DHS determines to be terrorism, they know they can come find you. Yes. And at bare minimum, take your guns. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I'm so glad I don't own any guns. Exactly. You know, I hate those things. Um, (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it it just... it's it's astounding. It's truly amazing. But one thing, one one at least potential bright spot, and I don't think anything's going to come of this. But uh, uh, Rand Paul has promised an investigation of Fauci and the Wuhan leak, and all the mis dis and mal information that Fauci has put out, uh, which we're <laughs> is coming to light now, uh, if the uh, Republicans win the Senate. So, which odds are they are going to win it? I, I think so. I think Biden has, uh, you know, stepped on it so bad that, uh, you know, they, I think there's going to be a, a big red tide in uh, uh, this election cycle. Well, and the thing about it is this: is that Paul will be chairing that committee, right? So, like, there's no oh, there's if, no there's nobody no shutting him down. Yeah, yeah, there's no stopping him at this point. If, yeah. if 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 they happen to win, yeah. So we'll see. And here's the thing: if and if Paul backs off of this, I mean, I don't. Think I don't he think will. he will. No, no, I don't think so. He's been. He's got the integrity to do it, and he's given this guy shit on in the hearings. Deservedly so. He's oh, been the absolutely. only one saying the emperor has no clothes. Yes. Yeah. Very, very, yeah. Very few people are doing it. Yeah. Um, how, and I, again, it's at this point, it it would be completely illogical for you to not at least consider the strong possibility. That this, the, well, we know that the virus was intentionally manufactured. Yes. We know that they took a, 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 a bat version of SARS, genetically modified it so that it was transmissible for humans. They have at this point admitted. Through gain of function research that was already outlawed. That was outlawed. Yes, that was prohibited. So at first they said they didn't do it. And then they said, well, they did do it, but not in the way that it was prohibited. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, of course, they said that they were only doing it to make sure they could combat it if this accidentally happened in the wild. And then after they did all that, then shockingly, the virus ended up originating a few blocks away from the Wuhan lab where they were doing all that. I mean,. for you to not believe that this was an engineered virus that was either leaked or intentionally released from this lab, uh, funded by the U.S. government, funded by the Chinese government, and funded by the pharmaceutical companies, you would have to make such a leap of logic. You would have to suspend disbelief for you to believe that. It is more of a conspiracy theory that it was done yes. another way than if it was done <laughs> yes. the way we're talking about. If, if you're objectively looking at the data and looking at the facts, you would have to like really be a conspiratorialist if you said it didn't happen that way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's that's... That's equivalent to saying that the moon landing was done in a movie studio, that that COVID didn't originate 
in the Wuhan lab, and it wasn't created by you know the the scientists there under U.S. Uh, and Chinese and pharmaceutical company funding. Yeah, I, I mean you, you you just would have to be out of your mind now to, here's to think the, that. At now this point. here's the thing too, though, that the the impetus or the 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 theory about what the scientists are doing is up for debate like i think this is a debatable issue with the yeah, public yeah whether they should do this kind of research or not i think that there are i don't want to say valid arguments but like there are there are arguments that you can make right that gain of function research could be a good idea i think that probably the majority of the scientists working on this honestly believed that they were doing something to potentially benefit mankind. Yes. Okay, so I'm not saying that these are a bunch of evil people in there. Just Fauci. <laughs> yeah, I do believe Fauci is evil, and I believe that uh, you know uh, some of the pharmaceutical companies had uh, profit intent far over oh, anything yeah. else. Um, and I believe that some of the governments involved had a power intent far above it, anything else. Yes. So um, I, if, if I were to lay odds on it, I would say that the scientists working on it truly believe they were doing something that was for the good of mankind, that they were tr trying to figure out a way to fight this if this actually happened in the wild. And I think the most likely scenario is it got out accidentally. I, I don't think this was an intentional release. However, however, once it did... Everybody jumped on the bandwagon. Yes, the the pharmaceuticals jumped on the bandwagon and said, "Ooh, we'll make a vaccine." And Don't we'll let force a good crisis everyone go to waste. Go, and, and the government jumped on the bandwagon and said, "Ooh, yeah, we can grab a whole bunch of power and you know do the things that we always wanted to do and couldn't." Mm -hmm. And and that's the kind of thing that happened. Yeah. Or you know the other side of the coin is the other possibility is it was intentionally released, you know, by a, a small group of actors within the lab, and they had this plan all along. It could be. You know, but hold on. All of this stuff that we just talked about in the first hour right. is the reason why they're going after people like Joe Rogan. Yes, yes. Like, to, to bring it all around to this, I'm sure you've listened to a lot of the stuff about Joe Rogan since, you know, everything's been going on. It's This is the reason, because that dude cannot be controlled. Right. Because he just, look, he is an, he is probably one of the most honest actors yeah. when it comes to what he is about, what he's doing in the media, who he brings on. He brings yep. on anybody and everybody. Like right. He brings on all kinds of different people and talks to them about these issues and will admit right off the bat, look, I'm a fucking cage, I'm a, you know, an ex-cage right. fighter well, that see, likes to do a podcast. See, first they've tried to cancel him based on the COVID misdismal information. Which didn't work. Didn't work, you know, because Spotify was like, okay, bye Neil Young. Yeah. Okay, bye Joan Baez. You know, so whatever. then a Democrat super PAC puts out right. a, a hit piece on all the times he's used the N-word. Right. Which, now, I will say this. All of it was taken out of context. Right. He did it as repeating what other jokes were. Right. And was doing it, like, he was not doing it because he was racist. Look, I, how many times on this show have I said the N-word? Yeah. You know, and I highly encourage anyone to put out a YouTube video of me doing that. That would be a great compilation because I give no fucks. Yeah. <laughs> and we're too small to be canceled anyway. Yes, it's true. <laughs> you have to actually get somewhere before right. you start canceling yeah. it. If, well, if no, we I, get canceled, I lose 60 bucks a month. Well, here's the thing, too, though. Here's the thing, though, is that the reason that if you look at what happened is they put out that story that shows that Rogan's getting more hits than everybody else combined, basically. Right. Yeah. So then. Because he's out there telling the truth. Because well, he's out there telling. He's out there telling being it like honest. it is. And he's not a racist. You know, no. that's the thing. And he's not a and, right winger. And we live in a world where 
you know, you can be the most fair and and non-biased and non-prejudiced and non-racist person in the world, but if you use a specific word, you know, it, boom, that's They'll take it. it out of context. Yeah, it, it doesn't even have to be taken out of context. There are people that believe that just a white person using that word is racist and is grounds for cancellation but hey that is our show i want to talk more about that in the second hour there's a lot more i think uh we should talk about in that oh yeah there's a whole bunch of stuff we got to get yeah there really is but uh unfortunately we are out of time in the first hour if you'd like to hear more in the second hour please go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage sign up uh it's as little as two bucks a month five bucks a month ten bucks a month you get a whole bunch of swag and we'll see you on the other side